0: all right welcome to the armchair commanders podcast my name is john and i'm jack and this week we are reviewing the i believe 2011 film the devil's double which is a film uh starring a bunch of actors i've actually never seen before and is about a body double for the son of saddam hussein yep and uh jack what did you think
1: of this man I wish I was the son of a Middle Eastern dictator. Oh, not really. No, but yes. Interesting movie. And it's interesting that you picked this because a week before you picked this as our movie. I was down one of my insomnia Wikipedia rabbit holes and I somehow ended up on the page of Uday Hussein the topic of this movie and holy shit, his Wikipedia page reads like a far cry villain. Yeah. Everything in the movie, the gold plated AK 47s, the fancy cars, the killing people at parties. Right.
0: No, it definitely is like everything you see in this movie. You're like, I totally believe that this is something the son of a dictator would do but also it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that there is legitimately a person like this out there yeah what was uh what was the most like shocking aspect of this film for you or what was the most shocking
1: scene Hmm, might have been the rape of that one bride or it could have been the death of that Schoolgirl that he was raping
0: oh yeah the rape was, was... A, a lot of raping going on in this film
1: yes yeah, so there was <clears throat> true to his character at least
0: i uh i remember going on to uday hussein's wikipedia page and uh there's a section in it that says oh it says sexual assault accusations and all of them are like air quoted, like alleged. I'm like, I don't think you can have like 30 plus allegations against you and not have a single one of like at minimum, one of them is, is real. Like, come on guys. We don't need to put alleged in front of all of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We can use our best judgment on this one right the thing i i
0: genuinely don't get like so i understand he's like a a gross person or a gross character but like when he is falling behind a group of like literal uh school in his fancy little car and he's like hey you have pretty hair come ride in my car with me i'll take you home and it's like Th- that almost just seems so over the top and blatantly just like like kind of gross or it's like it's what you would imagine like cat calling in like new york city to be like and you're like this can't this can't really be true but apparently it's because like if you if you remember going down that rabbit hole that's how one of his assassin, assassination attempts uh was plotted was by following his his habit of trying to pick schoolgirls up
1: yeah i'd believe it
0: for me the
1: uh or go ahead i was just gonna reaffirm that yes i definitely believe that right for me
0: the uh the most shocking scene in this movie uh involved actual electricity um it's near the beginning when our uh main character latif is uh brought in and he's like accepted the role to be uday's body double and uh i forgot what character it was but somebody associated with uday like brings him into a room with you know your stereotypical crappy 90s tv and he puts on like like a literal snuff film from abu Ghraib. <laughs> yeah and uh there's multiple different like atrocities that you see in this film and one of them is um, a woman who is tied to a metal bed frame and it's just the metal bed frame and there's an iraqi soldier who's like clipping a car battery to it so that the entire like bed frame is electrified and you know you just hear this like terrifically awful you know scream of pain and like you know she's bouncing up and down because of the electricity and it was at that moment uh my wife walked into the room uh as i was watching this film and she see (laughs) she just sees a half-naked woman getting electrocuted on our. 55 inch screen tv and she's like what the fuck are you watching i'm like i swear to god this is a film for the podcast don't king shame me
1: (laughs) babe it's not what it looks like right i swear it's just about
0: an iraqi dictator
1: i'm sure the fact you were naked didn't help
0: no no it didn't
1: (laughs) the peanut butter is a bit harder to explain as well
0: yeah, and I mean, you know, there's the whole deal. I had covered myself in olive oil, and, you know, it's just.
1: It's awful rude of her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I put a sign up that said, do not disturb. Never mind, I was in the living room, but.
1: <laughs> you know what happens when you violate do not disturb, right? You get disturbed. <laughs> That's not on me. <laughs> right. I will
0: not be kink shamed in my own home. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I watched it with my good buddy Steiner, who was with us on our Star Trek episode, and he cooked us up some good ass ramen noodles, and it was ugh, mm. nothing like eating fulfilling noodles and binge drinking while watching torture <laughs> acts and, of terror. Yeah, acts of terror and excess. There's um one part that. I should mention that scene where he's trying to get him to shoot was it, i think it was Kamel, and he like picks up latif and it's very obviously not dominant cooper and it's very clearly that his face his head was cgi'd onto whoever they had wearing the green morph suit head right and it was just so jarring and fake that i just laughed i will say that it is something
0: generally overall they did very well in this movie is so both latif and uday the main characters in this film are paid played by the same actor uh dominic cooper and most of the time they were pretty good about making the transition between the two characters rather seamless and there's plenty of scenes where you know they're side by side and you're like oh this is this is some good or clever filmmaking but yeah that particular one was was
1: not done very well yeah and you you could even tell like they tried to keep them up out of shots together They're best right mm. what else man the food i was focusing on the food but maybe i was just hungry
0: I guess I wasn't really focusing on the food in this film.
1: Yeah, at the party, it looked amazing. Well, oh, the
0: catering tower until the the dude got Just filleted up on it.
1: Yeah, it was good till that point, right? It was
0: cr- <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what's crazy about that party is uh, if you if you look it up, the the party where this incident occurred uh was for the wife of uh god what was his title he was the the leader of egypt for the longest time uh mubarak something like that yeah he he ended up getting overthrown in like 2010 2011 i think what whenever the the arab spring occurred 2011 um yeah but it maybe i just missed it but i found it i thought it was just a random ass party but it's crazy to me to think that like uday hussein is at somebody else like a birthday party associated with another uh middle eastern dictator and gets away with you know just slicing a dude open there was there was a difference though between uh the story via wikipedia and how it's portrayed here like in the movie he does it with like this just a sword which where the fuck did he get a sword but that's beside the point um in real life it's reported that he did it with like one of those
1: electric like turkey carvers (laughs) isn't that what he used in the movie i could have sworn it was no it was
0: like it was like a giant ass knife or a sword type deal okay
1: yeah i I fully believe that and he yeah horrific either way he did actually kill that guy split him open just like a tauntaun (laughs) it was it was really more what was even more shocking is he crawled inside him for warmth yeah it was weird because you know they're in
0: iraq and it's already a warm country
1: I did find it uh, odd that he took the time to pause and say, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside before crawling in.
0: Cocaine's a, a hell of a drug, kids. Don't do it.
1: Man. Also, yeah, I... that...
0: <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I love the depiction of drugs in this film, where he has just like literal mountains of cocaine just everywhere. Yeah. So this, is my, this is my desk drawer of cocaine. This is my party cocaine.
1: Hey, man. You got to live it up. Here's my poolside cocaine. Mm. Cocaine. It's a hell of a drug. Rick James. Rick James.
0: So what did you think of uh, all of the
1: it's fun? What did you think of the cars in this film? Man. Yeah, I, I read about Uday's extensive car collection, a good chunk of which he straight up stole.
0: Well, I mean, when you're the son of a dictator, you can do whatever you
1: want. Yep. Yeah, it's you had quite a few.
0: I uh, I found it interesting because the film stayed true to form and they stuck with like eighties and nineties cars. And like seeing a like a nineties Ferrari, honestly, it's it's kinda It looks like garbage if we're being honest i'm like this isn't this isn't a cool car like
1: what car was it oh it was it was like uh like a 90s ferrari or something like that Hmm. it was hey it was fashionable at the time the 90s were a different time right one thing i'd like to mention was he meant Saddam, uh, yeah, he mentioned something about Saddam calling it the mother of all battles, quote unquote, and at back then you read The Far Side, right? Mm, No. Oh, it's hilarious. It's a newspaper comic by Gary Larson. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've
0: I've read bits and pieces
1: or in the Sunday papers. Around this time, he published a cartoon. Where it's a pizza guy hit with a big-ass pizza coming into Saddam's war room. And he calls out, All right, who ordered the mother of all pizzas? <laughs> <laughs> and that reminded me of that. The the quote-unquote yeah. mother of all battles that wasn't. Right.
0: I think this is... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is one of our first films that we reviewed where it's a war movie and yet war isn't center stage it is a it's an ancillary set
1: piece if you will yeah plot device not the main plot device mind you just a thing and mind you I I wanted to discuss
0: this with you but do you still think after watching this that this should be classified
1: as a war film In a loose sense of the term, yeah. Cause
0: I I personally think that although it's not the primary set piece or the primary story, our main character is brought to Uday from the battlefields of the Iran-Iraq war. It's an ongoing conflict. It's something that's basically this in the Gulf War they're both present in the film um but i think it shows very well the aspect of like a dictator's life where he can a dictator can participate in these atrocities and in wars like this and yet still be so like utterly removed and like uncaring about it like because we we focus a lot on Uday Hussein's like party lifestyle, but we still get assassination attempts on him. We see bits and pieces of the ongoing conflict and how it's having ramifications in the country. But because of that separation, we can see like to them, war is is just numbers on a paper. Like there's no real no real consequence to them.
1: Yeah, they have that degree of separation away from it that makes it impersonal. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this was back when uh, Iraq had the fourth biggest military at the time. And then they got fucking smacked down in four weeks.
0: Yeah, so at the time that the Gulf War occurred, they had... It was like the fourth or fifth largest army in the world um and it was mod it was modeled after the soviet army so soviet technology soviet armor all that stuff um so when the united states went in during desert storm it honestly was kind of like a a good practice round because we're like well we have a soviet style army that is not exactly comparable in size to russia but pretty pretty significant in size and uh you know we were able to mop the floor with them in just a couple of weeks so after that everybody's like oh we we probably do pretty well against russia which holds true today if you look at how ukraine's going (laughs) my god like one non-nato nation is just absolutely shit canning them like Yeah, we don't have to worry. But I think something that often gets forgotten about or overlooked is that the whole reason that Desert Storm and Desert Shield occurred was because Iraq invaded Kuwait. The reason Iraq invaded Kuwait was because they borrowed a shitload of money from Kuwait during the Iran-Iraq war and at the end of the iran iraq war kuwait's like all right pay up and uh it was at this time also that kuwait was out producing iraq in oil and iraq's chief export at the time was oil so you have a country who is out producing you and your chief export demanding more money for you and now you can't accrue that money so Iraq was like, screw it. We'll just take Kuwait and therefore we will not have to pay them back. (laughs) So, but I mean, the they hadn't they definitely had enough resources to take over Kuwait, no problem. But when the US and its allies went to go kick Saddam out of Kuwait. They were facing, yes, they were facing a massive army, but they were facing an army that had been ravaged by almost 10 years of war and was very much a shadow of itself.
1: Yeah, and I, I assumed they made up the lies about, oh, Kuwait stole this and this from us. We got to go take it back. It's our duty for Cassis Belli
0: yeah right or the or when latif is giving the speech as uday and he's like kuwait is actually just iraq we're just bringing them back in <laughs>
1: like, yeah
0: tell that to the kuwaitis i'm sure they don't consider themselves iraqis but and like the whole the whole iran iraq thing is its own bucket of worms to unpack in in and of itself but just dictators versus dictators trying to be the most dictator is essentially the heavy on the easiest. dick yeah speaking of dicks what did you uh think of the scene where saddam almost uh castrated uday after he killed his uh his
1: buddy cathartic but he didn't lose his dick in real life. He just got shot in the leg and walked with like a fucking limp. He could and could barely move for the last couple years of his life. And yes, I researched this. Yeah, not the not the assassination attempt.
0: The scene where he's in the hospital. Oh, that. Um, and Saddam comes in and he's like, "I'm going to cut your dick off," and the doctor's like, "No, you can't. He'll bleed, bleed everywhere." To death to death question mark and Saddam's like eh uh, sounds about right which the doctor like props to him for being a bro but also eh what do you <laughs> care
1: man I hope he rewarded that doctor thusly <laughs> probably not though
0: no Uday did not seem like the kind of guy to uh, reward thusly but you know, you joked about how you wished you were the the son of a dictator. The thing that kind of, there, there's a lot of things that bug me in this film and it was just from a moralistic standpoint. Uh, but I'm totally cool with them portraying Uday Hussein as this like over the top evil, insane person. Like that's, that's not, that's not an issue. I, I believe that, you know, a person who is son of a very rich family, basically in charge of the government can do whatever he wants and has never been told in his life is going to act that way. The thing that bugs me is that random ass dude pulled in from the battlefields because he bears a resemblance to Uday to be his body double. Like I can understand him initially being like, yeah, I don't want to do this because you know, a lot of people didn't like, the Husseins, But the idea that this dude is a paragon of like a true Northern moral compass is just ridiculous to me. Like the only time he really falters in all of the shenanigans, like he is offered Uday's wardrobe, his cars, anything he wants. He's given just like one ground rule, which is, if Uday likes a girl, you don't get to go near that girl. <laughs> and that's that's his only fault or air quotes fuck up is that he had like he starts banging Uday's like pseudo girlfriend who's not really his girlfriend, just his like main hoe, like really. But everything else he's always like why would I kill him? He's done nothing to me or like I don't need your watch. Da-da-da-da-da. Like it's all <laughs> Like, come on. Like, there's not... I I cannot... Like, don't get me wrong. I think there would be a turning point for everybody. But anybody put in that position, I think, for at least a day would indulge the lifestyle. Yeah. So, and the fact that he, he was always high and mighty throughout the entire film kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. Like... You can portray somebody as a good person while also showing they have
1: flaws. Yeah. Yep. And he destroys that dude's sex tape to protect him. What a bro. <laughs> Real bro move. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, can I say that like Uday's like chief hoe not really a, an interesting person or I don't I don't see what the the desirable aspect of her is I honestly forgot about her until now well she's such a forgettable character oh very like she her like number one job in this film is just to like sit in the, the corner and look all sultry as Uday does his shenanigans yeah. I will, I did find it a little funny because at the end she goes into this big speech about like, oh, you're no better than Uday. You just see me as Uday's whore. And he's just like, you're the one that called him and told us where we were at after we ran away. Yeah. And it's like, he's got, he's got a fair point. It's like, she's like, I was scared. and It is like, that's why you ran away with me because you were scared of him. And now that you've run away, you're scared that you run away. So you need to go back. Like,
1: like you are a pointless character in this. Yeah, she was just there to be a love potential love interest, then betray him so he can get the plot moving. <laughs> but And man, that um, ending that was like, he's still in hiding to this day. No, he's fucking not. He agrees <laughs> no. to interviews all the time and like we know where he is. He- he's very open about his life.
0: Oh, yeah. And this movie is based on his book
1: yeah and most of it we just have to take his word for it
0: yeah that was that was something i wanted to discuss because i don't know if you had read kind of the the issues that have come up in regards to his story you know i can't Um, read oh yeah that's fair but so the real latif claims that he is he served as a body double for Uday Hussein. Yeah. And the the Saddam Hussein family was known for using body doubles. And it it, like, that wasn't a secret. Um, but like everybody associated with that regime who is still alive after the fact has said that Uday never had one. Um, there was also a cia guy who is operating in iraq who you know cia dude does what cia dude is which is he gets informants and he gets contacts in the country and uh he also stated he's like yeah in all my time of serving over in iraq i never had any asset come to me and say hey there's a body double for uday um even Latif's ex-wife has stated publicly that she doesn't really believe Latif's story. And basically the real Latif's uh argument back towards this is my job was a state secret, of course everybody would deny it. <laughs> which is
1: which is like top out
0: yeah, it's like, of course I have a girlfriend. You just don't know her. She goes to a different <laughs> school.
1: That's exactly the argument he's using. <laughs> Which I don't know about you, but we used to dunk those kids' heads in toilets. They give they give us guys with RuneScape girlfriends a bad name. <laughs> right. So nine oh seven nine is real to me, DP. As long as you believe in it. Thank you.
0: So, yeah, this film, I think it's interesting because I think it does what I imagine is an excellent job in displaying the lifestyle of a dictator's son. And it shows a very, I think it's a great film in demonstrating who Uday Hussein as a person was. However, the flip side of this coin with Latif at time, like there's definitely parts in this movie kind of going back to that, like moral high ground thing. It, it is unbelievable at some points. And it's like, also really Latif, like you're, you're going to claim to have been part of the assassination attempt that crippled Uday. Like, come on. Come on. Like, just, just because you were in the Iraqi armies doesn't suddenly make you, like, James Bond and shit.
1: It does to him. It does to him. So, yeah. It's well established that this dude is dubious at best as a source.
0: Yeah, and obviously we don't have Uday around to confirm or deny this, so because uh killed. Oh yeah, he got fucking waxed off the face of the earth. Like yeah I read about that. Damn. You should you should look you should look at uh the photos from the the house that him and his brother were holding up in. Uh for those who don't know, Uday and his brother Uh, were found by an American task force during the invasion of Iraq. And the United States essentially leveled the entire fucking building that these guys were in. So they are very much not around to tell any kind of story. (laughs) That's putting it lightly, yeah. I will say that watching this movie brought back a very distinct memory for me. Because during the invasion of Iraq, I was about, I want to say like eight, eight eight-ish years old. And uh, there wasn't really good monitoring of my TV usage as a child. Um, Hmm. But also like, you know, from 2001 to 2005, it seemed like every single day was some sort of major news day. Um, but I remember very clearly the day that Uday Hussein and his brother uh, were announced as being dead on the news. Because I remember CNN being on the TV and they just had like some random B roll of fighting in Iraq going on. And I just remember the headline being Saddam's sons killed. And, uh, so I remember that B roll and I very clearly remember as they're saying, yes, these two individuals have been killed. And then the news started listing crimes that these individuals had done. Uh, one of which was feeding people's feet into meat grinders. Fuck. Which, yeah. Hey, that's horrifying. And b super specific for the news to just, grow out there it very much sounded like cnn was trying to justify like yeah we had to kill these dudes it's like no shit they're upper echelon part of saddam's regime like you you really think anybody's going to ask for the why of why you killed saddam's son like <laughs> no i don't need to know that he shoved people's feet into fucking meat grinders i i can
1: i can guess at the atrocities i can use my i can just infer that he was a bad guy right
0: just like i don't need to see him rape anybody in this film to believe that he sexually assaulted somebody like we can leave that out like we can we do we can do some heavy implying here or like going back to the abu grab tape i don't need to see what's on the abu grab tape maybe you can just show the character of latif watching a tv we just hear the noises and watch the reaction on his face to know that he's watching something really terrible but no i get yelled at because it looks like i'm watching a snuff film
1: (laughs) but no it's my fault (laughs) so what are you uh drinking this evening I'm drinking a Kona Big Wave, liquid Aloha. Kona Big Wave.
0: I am currently drinking, it is from a local brewery here. It's one of my favorite breweries. Also, they're not a sponsor of this, but But they they could could be. be. They could be. It's Dry Dock Brewing out of uh, Aurora, Colorado. And what I am drinking is a Blood Orange Blonde. Ooh, it's got this wonderful little. For those who can't see the can at home, it's got a beautiful artwork of like a jellyfish on it. So I see
1: that; it's pretty. Just, just keep riding the the fruity beer train, bro. I intend to. I love fruity beer.
0: You know what they really they you know Drydock used to make. I was such a big fan of it. It was like. Blueberry smoothie beer. That was so great. Ooh. It was like a like a limited time run.
1: It does sound good.
0: Was there anything else in this film that you'd like to
1: to touch on? Man. I don't remember who played Saddam, but he did a pretty good job.
0: I will Chilling. say I was, I was, he did do a good job. I was severely disappointed that they didn't accurately capture
1: him having a, a flappy head. So. Hello, Satan. <laughs> You're right. This is a travesty. Where was I supposed to go? Detroit? <laughs>
0: For those who are unaware, South Park has a running gag that uh, Saddam uh, is in hell and is the boyfriend of Satan. And uh, for some reason, the South Park guys decided to give him a flappy head like Canadians, so. I will say, though, both uh, the actor who played Uday actually bears a pretty strong resemblance to him. So at least they got that going for them.
1: Yeah, they really knocked that one out. But I think it's, uh, right. But I think it's
0: it's probably about that time to rate this film. What do you think our, our custom rating for this film ought to be? Dick's shot off shot off penises yes you know what i found funny about that whole his dick getting shot off thing was uh they actually hired a hypnotist to get him to walk again <laughs> right
1: okay all the modern
0: all the modern medicine in iraq not good enough we'll just bring in a hypnotist i mean if it if it worked yeah i just found it to be so stupid but Whatever.
1: <sighs> All right. Um, shot. Shot off. Penises. One to five. And I have to say, this is um, two cocks out of five. Shot off. I just, I just couldn't keep in too terribly invested in this movie. Don't get me wrong; the casting was great. Just yes. You know, so, what was what was your like biggest beef with it? What was What
0: about it was hard for you to to stay involved in it?
1: It just seemed to kind of drag on, if you ask me. Like the whole contrived plot with him and his not really love interest and she betrays him. Right. and I mean, also, how many coke-fueled parties can you watch? I did really like the scene where he demands everyone get naked. It's totally what I would do.
0: everybody everybody naked (laughs)
1: it's
0: my birthday man if only we all had that kind of power on our birthday right you give me your drink what what it's my birthday oh okay oh damn oh shucks (laughs) give me the keys to your car it's my car
1: Alright, so I'll take you, I'll take your keys and you take mine, then we should be good to drive. <laughs> Perfect plan. Nothing can go wrong. All right, how many cocks shot off do you get this give this movie? I I will say this
0: film ran a bit longer than it needed to, and Uday's girlfriend really was an unnecessary character. I did I still found it to be a really interesting film. Um, you know, even though this is 30 years ago, we're still, it still feels like we're not that far removed from it. So there isn't a lot of films about this time or this conflict. And the fact that one of the few films we get about the Gulf War is this kind of deep look into the people behind it is very interesting to me. Um. But yeah, it's, I would also say it's a hard film to watch just because of how graphic it is. And I know I've complained in the past about how I want films to be more accurate about violence and whatnot, but there were definitely moments in this film that the violence felt gratuitous. Like, I would like violence to be accurate, but also appropriate to a scene like it's it should serve a purpose like i don't i don't want to see a random ass person get shot just for the sake of showing that this dude's a terrible person we have an entire movie to demonstrate that and it goes back to my my statement about the abu Ghraib film like there's a way for us to understand that there are terrible things going on at abu Ghraib without seeing instance after instance of it. So yeah, I would give
1: I I'll give this a a two penis shot off rating. Ah, let's see what Rotten Tomatoes gives it. So the Tomometer says 55% and the audience score says 64%. It's Eh. because of the boobs, isn't it? Probably got to go with the critics on this one. Yeah. I think
0: no wait Gettysburg was my my lowest rated film but I was in the minority on that one
1: which I get it
0: but for the first time ever we have a giveaway winner to All announce right. Uh, For those who have checked in with our social medias and or listened to last week's episode, uh, for this week, we had a special giveaway uh, in order to try and boost our Instagram following. Uh, We acquired a... It's called the Saddam Hussein Rookie Card. It's a a meme at the moment, but the top uh, trading card company In the mid 90s came out with a trading card set that was all desert storm related and one of the cards they had was of saddam hussein himself and so henceforth it was dubbed the saddam hussein rookie card so we offered that up as well as one of our brand new uh stickers that we just had made up i think they look good if i do say so myself uh, we'll be making those available here in the, the near future. But our winner from the uh, giveaway for this is uh, one of our followers and listeners, Matt W. Uh, congratulations. I will reach out to you to arrange shipping you your goodies. So, again, thank you for everybody who participated.
1: Well. Yep. I've got nothing else about this movie.
0: Sounds fair. What do we have? uh, It's your turn. So uh, what's our next film on the docket?
1: Right. I am pleased to announce that the next movie we'll be reviewing is the 90s Disney classic Mulan. Quite one of my favorite Disney movies
0: let's get down to, to business. business to, to defeat, defeat
1: the the man i i'm looking forward to it yeah me too man love mulan plus mulan has more combat scenes in this than uh yeah it has more to do with devil's devil did more well i don't want to say more relevant but more out, whatever yeah i i wanted to do
0: a gulf war film for this but i also wanted something that isn't your typical i wanted something that challenged the definition of a war film uh which i think this did that so the next time we hit the gulf war maybe we can do something more appropriate like jarhead or something yeah but Anyways, next week will be Mulan. Uh, if you have nothing else, Jack, uh, I've for got all nothing. those who joined us, all right, for all those who joined us this week, thank you so much. If you like the show, please leave a review. The stars do matter. If you know anybody who's in search of podcasts, please share it with them. We always love sharing our work. If you're looking for more content from us you can find us on facebook and instagram under the armchair commanders where you can participate in such lovely contests as our saddam hussein training card giveaway Uh, we also have a youtube channel called the history apprentice channel Uh, if you don't like the fact that the name is different deal with it (laughs) and i can't remember if we've brought this up in the past yet but we also have a discord going now where we are hoping to integrate some uh live movie watching sessions with all of you so head over to our uh, instagram or facebook page to get the link to the discord uh link uh until next week i've been john and i'm jack and we will catch you all later
1: i'm not saying it (laughs) i hate you
0: okay bye